Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. So, hi, Lisa. You were talking to me about the hurricane that's coming to Florida, and uh, you got relatives here, and they're staying safe, right? That, that's their goal, right? So, I'm in yes, Florida. Yes, same I'm with you. You're, you're okay, right? Oh, absolutely. I've got food. I've got two dogs that, you know, they don't like to go out in the rain, but I forced them. Isn't that good? <laughs> so good. So, anyway, <laughs> you know, my big one doesn't like the rain, but I mean, they have to go out, you know, so they don't fight me on it, but they would, they do their business and then come right back, you know, so no, no loitering right. around. Okay. My, I got a couple of dogs that like to loiter. <laughs> it's all good. Um, but yeah. So we're going to pray for everybody, you know, in the hurricane path and, uh, and also just pray for everybody. And so we're sending out a prayer of love to everybody, right, Lisa? Can we do that yeah. now? And in the, especially the folks in Florida here. So uh, we got a great show tonight. So, um, and we're going to talk about how to compromise when you know you're right. That's a big old, that's a big old, <laughs> big old prayer right there, you know, and, uh, so if anybody's listening that is from my past, you're probably, I got a lot to say about that, Cherie. I bet you do. So anyway, I won't be calling on you if anybody calls in. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so tell me, what's your thoughts on that, Lisa? Because it was your idea. It's a great idea, by the way. So, Well, you know, I guess when you think about relationships, you know, each party, and most of the time, and I'm not saying this is always or never, but, you know, most of the time, you're going to have one person in that relationship that feels like they're the ones that's always right. Like there's nothing that they're going to say, nothing that they're going to do, nothing that they're going to think that could be wrong. And I remember hearing Joyce Meyer say during one of her ministries, she says, you know what? I'm not always right, but I'm not always wrong either. So a great point. Yes. It's an excellent point. Mm -hmm. And You know, I personally have learned through the years, you know, with my husband and those of you that have been listening for a while know that we've been together for a long time. We've been married now officially just uh, two years. And I I have learned through the years that it isn't necessarily always what I want that's best for our relationship. It's what we want that's best for our relationship. And it's it's hard to, like, take that guard down a little bit and not be so um, determined. You know, I, I'm not saying that you can't stand up for what you feel is right or you can't stand up for what, you know, your thought process is, but you have to be willing to listen to the other person's point of view and then make a decision. And, and that's right. what I have found works for me because – I can tell you, I have a lot of my grandmother in me, and I love her to pieces. She's passed. I know she's with me every day, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with her, but when she was confident about her beliefs and things that she felt that needed to happen in her life, 
she went for it. And, oh, wow. you know, a friend of mine, she did. And a friend of mine told me, she said, you know, Lisa, if you think about, you know, her age and the generation that she grew up with. And now my grandmother lived until she was 97 and she passed in 2015. So if that gives you any, any idea, um, women at that point in time in their generation were thought to be not very nice people. <laughs> and I don't want to use that word, but it starts with a B. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they, okay. they right? Exactly, right? Yeah, you know, right. They yeah were, I get you. They were, thought to, they were thought to have this attitude. And, you know, looking back at the things that my grandmother went through as a very young woman, um, and hearing things that she was saying about how she had to help raise her, you know, younger siblings because her mother passed at such a young age and her father was working. Yeah. I was like, gosh, you know, that just takes a lot of gump, you know, for a, a female at that time. So when we talk about, you know, being right versus being open, I think it can kind of work and multiple directions what what do right. you think i mean i mean what's your thoughts on all this well you're, it sounds like your grandmother was a tough cookie because she had to be and uh um and you know i know your grandfather was a strong force too um your grandmother your grandmother and your grandfather had two different roles right and so in in the part that she played she had to be very strong that was that was the way it was because you and your, your mother actually came and lived with your grandparents at some point in time, and most of yeah. the time you stayed there growing up. So your, so your grandmother had to be tough. I know your mom had to be tough, but your grandmother was the one that uh, uh, was the most vocal, if I remember correctly. Is that, is that true? Or, yeah, yeah kind of? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that was the role that, was, was, that she was comfortable with, and that was the role that she had. I know your grandfather had his role and your mom had hers. So I think because of the role that she played in that house and everybody plays a role in every household, your your grandmother did what was the best to do for her and her family, you know, and she did a good job. I mean, look how well you turned out. And, uh, oh, um, you know, yeah, so that's, that's what I do feel. So uh, compromise, um, there's different ways to look at compromise. So... Um, I have, you know, I know that I have complained that people didn't compromise enough in relationships with me, um, the men in my life, but I will tell you, uh, there's only one constant in every relationship, and that's me, right? I'm the only constant in that relationship. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah. huh, Tree, do you, do you have a problem or challenge? Maybe. But um, I've had to learn to compromise, and uh, <clears throat> and my father my dad was super strict with me. My mom, uh, he was he was as your grandmother was, and uh, I, I resented it. I did. Uh, do I resent it today? No. Um, would I have done it different myself? Yeah, and I did. I did with my daughter, but I learned from him. I learned from my mom and him. They showed me some things to do, but you got to put your own spin on it, and uh, and and compromise is always good because um, my daughter and I were on the phone yesterday. I'll, I'll share this with you. Uh, and she wanted me to do something. And I said, she gave me the scenario that she was involved with. And I looked at her, I said, I would have handled it different. She goes, what would you have done? 
And I told her, and she said, I said, you need to go check the mailbox. And uh, and lo and behold, she got really annoyed at me. She goes, you know, I just don't think you know what you're talking about. I go, well, go check the mailbox. And uh, she checked the mailbox, and her and her uh, her paycheck for her job, she got a small little job, was in there. And I said, you see? She goes, how would you know that? I said, because I felt it. And, uh, you know, and, you know, God had actually put a little bug in my ear. God, Jesus, and the angels say, hey, tell her to check the mailbox. And, and she was so mad she couldn't check anything except, you know, her, her anger. And, you know, right. so she, I said, you got to learn to compromise, Heather. Sometimes it's not about being right. It's about being happy, you know. Exactly. And, and yes. I agree with that, right? I mean, being happy. So what, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that? Oh, no, I agree. And I think that there's too many times in relationships where the one of the people involved are more concerned about being right than being happy, to your point. So, you know, what is it that's going to facilitate a move or a shift one way or the other, you know, based on what you stand for and what you believe in? And and again, I'm in no way, shape, or form telling you that you need to compromise on your belief system. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that when it comes to like day-to-day life and, you know, one of you has a very strong feeling one way and one of you has a very strong feeling a different way, we, meaning us as the Christians, us that, you know, believe, us that have the faith in God and the angels, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity, you know, we have to rely on our faith to help us maybe take the step back and right. look at the bigger picture. And a, another friend of mine had told me, I was, and this was so weird, Tree. I was actually driving to the gym one morning and literally a hawk flew across my front windshield and its tail tipped the windshield like on the driver's side and wow. I immediately called my one girlfriend and I said oh my gosh you're never going to believe what happened and she said you know what Lisa you've got to look at it this way when you have a hawk that comes into your presence the hawk is there as a symbol of global views and oh, that's a good point ancestral an- ancestral um guidance if you will and at the time, you know, I was struggling with my youngest son, you know, which I do pretty much every day because I just, I miss our relationship, but that's a whole other story. Anyway, um, you know, she said, you've got to look at the struggles that you're going through right now on a larger scale. So I had, you know, my concerns with my youngest son. I had my dog who had just gone through surgery. I had my husband who was out of town on a golf trip. And I felt like the world was kind of, you know, caving in on me and when that hawk came by I was like okay I get the message I get the message so you know I I guess what what I'm trying to share with everybody today is that there's a bigger picture associated with whatever dilemma or challenge or you know maybe contemplation that you're going through we have to look at the picture. And sometimes it's really hard when you're in the heat of a discussion or you're in the heat of the moment and you're like, 
no, I want it done this way, or no, I, you know, want to go here, or no, I want to do this. But we ha- we have to really take that step back and look at a bigger picture. So that mm-hmm. I agree, kind of where I'm going with, it. yeah, yeah. You know, um, I I will tell you with my my little one, she's not little anymore, but with her, I was like, listen, you you got mad because I had a different opinion, and yet it's okay for you to have one. Why is it not okay for me to have one? And I said, yes, you don't have to answer that, you know, but that's, that's what I told her. And she goes, that's a good point. And she goes, you were right, too. And I go, it doesn't matter about being right. I said, you were, we're looking for your paycheck because, you know, she's a, you know, she's in school and she's young and whatever. And uh, so, so this is an opportunity for you to learn how to, to check yourself and compromise. I said, it's an opportunity for me to compromise and check myself. I said, I don't think I was rude, right? And I wasn't. Um, because she was, she was really upset and, uh, they were jerking around. She thought, but they weren't, uh, they, you know, they had put it in the mail and, uh, she got it, you know, so she thought it was going to be direct deposited and had them taking her money and, you know, people started bidding uh, scenarios in their head. Um, but anyway, that, that's something there, but compromise is important. You know, you gotta like, uh, people will, will go to the, fight tooth and nail to win a battle and it may not be important to them like um uh you know restaurants um i'm not that picky about restaurants i'm not and uh then i remember i dated a guy and he was super picky so he wanted to choose it that's fine and i didn't care but you know on the same thing you know if it's important to you like you know maybe restaurants are where you get your pedicure and your manicure i know that's important to me um, then, you know, you, you, it gives you some leverage to use. Well, I always compromise on the restaurant because it's not that important to me, right? I'm not a mm-hmm. food, foodie. And so you can, you know, you can say, okay, so, you know, if he, if he, you know, your husband wants to do something then, and you let him have this, you know, it's more important to him than to you, then give that to him. That's what I think, because then it's going to show you to be an amazing, sweet soul to him, you know, and, uh, you know, even when it can be important to you, you know, and, and he, you know, give it to him at times, you know, but if it's not that important, compromise with him. You know, I think that's a good way of looking at it too. What do you think? Oh, agree. A million percent. Yes. You know, and it's a hard thing for us as humans. And, and we have to admit sure. that as a human being, we want things done the way we want things done. And very few people are that, flexible. And I think flexibility comes with age, comes with experience. Um, You know, I I can't say that when I was in my mid-20s and I had just gotten married or my mid-30s and I was divorced and starting another relationship, like I can't say at those points in time in my life that I was as flexible as I could have been. It doesn't mean that I severed relationships, but looking back, I think I could have done things a little different. But, you know, in life, we can't live life in the would have, should have, could have realm because we're always going to, you know, think back and harp on what we would have, should have, or could have done. So I guess where I want to take this and, and further you know, share experiences is just be willing to be open 
and listen and then make a decision. And I, I also think that, you know, if you do feel strong enough to fight for what you feel is right, that you need to be able to communicate that in a, quote, loving, sexual way. And, and that, to me, can also be the bind that either makes or breaks a relationship. It's the tone of voice. It's body language. It's, That's true. You know, um, yeah, I, I just think that those two factors can play a huge part in how you make the decision on compromising. So it might not always right. be what you want, but it's how you express those emotions, which I think is encompassing of every aspect of a relationship. It's, you know, tone of voice and body language is huge. But I, I do also feel that, you know, you don't want to risk what you believe in. It's just how you express it. Does that make sense? That's true. I don't know if I'm... Okay. No, no, no. That, that, I, I got gotcha. you. So, um, you, know, how, you know, I'm going to go with this because I see a lot of people that will start screaming and yelling, um, men and women. And, uh, and, you know, being a bully is never right. It just isn't. To get your point across in, in screaming and yelling, never, ever, ever right. And uh, um, I don't think. I just don't. And so that cheapens your, your, your point of view when you do that and try to order somebody to do something. And um, it, doesn't, it just doesn't work. And, um, and so that's something to be aware of, being a bully, trying to get your point across by screaming and yelling, uh, by not taking mm-hmm. your time. Um, that, that's something there. And, you know, I've had to learn to do that. Uh, I, you know, I don't mean to be me, 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 but I had to learn to do that in traffic. I'm telling you. Because uh, most of the time, oh, I, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, I've been to, in Miami. I walk everywhere. You know, I have a car, a little convertible, uh, be, you know, Volkswagen convertible, um, but um, Beetle. But I, you know, so I used to make fun of all the pedestrians. But I really understand them because now, you know, I, you know, you got to stop. You can't jaywalk. I mean, you down here in Miami Beach, you'll get yourself, they'll hit you, right? So, uh, I, it's given me a different perspective, right? You, you know what I mean? And and men and women, I um, I told someone, one of my clients the day, I go, you're very controlling. I said, he doesn't want to be around you when you're like that. I said, I'm saying that very direct. Mm-hmm. So she goes, I need to really work on that, being controlling. So, you know, my daughter, I've had to work on myself with that, to be controlling with her because she's got her own mind and she makes mistakes. But if I give her a chance to look at it, she usually rethinks we, we things. What's your thoughts on your kids, uh, on your friends, right? I mean, you know, because we feel if we're right, then we'll win the battle, but we may have lost our, our sweetheart or our child, you know. So I've right. had to learn that a few you times. Know, I, I do remember saying to my boys when they were younger, you know, um, I, I want to be your friend, but now's not the time. I'm still your parent. Right. And I... So I still need to parent you. You know, there will come a time when we'll have a different level of relationship, which I'm so grateful that it it turned out that way. And at least my oldest son admitted to me that, you know, he understands now why I did the things I did and responded the way I did, you know, when he was back in 
middle school and high school and maybe even early college to this degree. But right. I, I, I still have to say that until a person is in that position, you really don't know how you're going to respond or the best way to respond. And it does, I do feel that it takes some maturity. You know, none of us are perfect. Let's face it, you know, we're human beings. None of us are perfect. We can only do what our heart tells us. We can only say what our mind feels is the right thing. But when it comes to compromise in a romantic relationship, I think that's a totally different level than it is compromising when you're a parent and you're in a parent-child relationship. So, That's true. You know, we, we, have to, we have to take all of that into consideration. So knowing where you are with your daughter, she's an adult now. So, yes, you're right. still her parent, but you're not parenting. You know, and, and she has to be willing to respect your advice if, like you said, when she asks you, well, what would you do? And you tell her. Well, that doesn't mean that she has to agree with what you're saying, but if she's asking right. you, then she's looking for feedback. And I, I, and I think, you know, it's, it's just this whole, like, cyclical way of life, you know, with being a parent, but you're always still a child of somebody's, you know. Um, right, exactly. Unfortunately, you, you, really unfortunately you know, you really are. And, you know, my mother's passed, my grandparents have passed, so I really don't have anybody, like, that's, quote, parenting me or that is my parent because I don't have that bloodline that's living anymore, right. although I do have several people in my life that have taken that role on for me. And for that, I'm very, very blessed. And I know that, you know, your mother's past, you still have your dad, and not that he's parenting you, but he's still your parent. He might try to Oh, he likes to be right? bossy. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> you know, my father is can be very bossy. He, he Not so much anymore. He's, like, really chilled. He can become quite chill, chill as he has gotten older. But, yeah, um, you know, and that, that affects you. But, you know, when people go, oh, I want to have higher standards, well, one of the ways you can raise your standards is learn to compromise and learn not to jump and fight. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, people want to argue and fight about things, and I I would rather avoid that personally, right? Because it unless yeah. it's an important point. So, but you can raise your standards by and you know by learning. Say, okay, what? How do I compromise? And there's videos because I looked at them today in YouTube. There's a lot of videos on compromising, on you know, on making your point without screaming or yelling or being a bully. People really don't know how to do that. But when you raise your standards. You don't have to be a bully anymore, and you have a more joyful life. That's that's what I do think. Don't you agree? I, I absolutely do. You know, it, it's just it's it's just this vicious cycle, isn't it? It's like how do you how do you learn to control that, and how do you learn to manage it? I guess it's a managing thing, not necessarily a control thing. Right. Yeah. So you know, being controlling. Uh, is uh, nobody wants to be controlled and everybody wants to have their opinion heard and feel like that they're important. And so that's one thing about compromise. It'll make you feel, you know, it, when you compromise with somebody, are you let them, I mean, if it's not important to you, then give it to them. 
I mean, because that, that will, there will be another time that you guys will exchange roles and where it's going to be important to you and it won't be important to that other person. So mm-hmm. uh, some people like to argue for the sake of arguing, you know, and uh, I think that you've got to be aware of that. Raising your standards. When you have high standards, you have a better life, I think, you know, and my, my, my mom and dad taught me that. Uh, and that was one of the best lessons there. And so, you know, I told my daughter, I said, raise your standards. Don't you, don't, don't you go argue with your, your, your boss. Um, you want this summertime job and now it's over. And you tell her, and she goes, I got mad at her. And I said, well, you would say, hey, if you need somebody over the holidays, I would love to work for you. And you say that to her and say you're sorry. Mm-hmm. And I said, that is my suggestion. And she said, you think she'll hire me back? I go, yes, will, <laughs> because my daughter's hot head. You know, she's young, so. <laughs> but she's learning. How do we learn? Unfortunately, we yeah. learn by doing the wrong thing or doing not the best thing, right? So, that's one piece of advice that you had given me way early on when you and I first connected, and you said we learn by contrast. And that right. just made such an imprint on my mind and on my emotional thought process because we all do learn by contrast, which is it's an unfortunate thing that you have to learn the hard way, but that's the easy way of saying we learn the hard way. So when you're not willing to compromise and you're putting yourself at risk of losing a relationship because you can't quote, loosen up some, then you need to take a step back. And I'm saying that loosely, like we collectively need to take a step back and say, what is worth losing here? Is it worth losing? So I, 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 do, I, I do totally respect what you're saying regarding your daughter and how she needs to treat her boss. And I think that it, it really does come down to respect and every relationship, whether it's platonic, whether it's romantic, whether it's even parent-child, you know, as they get older, there's a respect level. So I completely agree with you there. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and and arguing with your boss and then thinking she took my daughter, (laughs) she's not going to take your money. (laughs) She she got to know the check. She's young. So, so, anyway, but, you know, we talked about it, and so she, she did what she needed to do. She says, I told her I was sorry that I, w- I was angry, and she said, and I, and I told her if she needed any help for the holidays, I would be here. I was like, good for you. So, you see, very made a friend. She said, yeah. oh, she's not very nice. I go, don't even worry about that. Look at her job. Look what she's got to do. She, she's right. got to be a tough, tough cookie. So, yeah, so understanding somebody else's point of view is hard at times. Don't you agree? Oh, so, Completely agree, completely agree. And, you know, and I think that this can even morph into like a boundary conversation because you have to be able to stand up for what you believe and fight for what you believe. But, again, it's the body language, it's the tone of voice, it's a boundary. So how do you get to that point? And that's, that's a tough growth chart that we have to follow. And I do feel that it comes with experience. I do feel that it comes with talking it out, like listening to 
you and I, not that we are the end-all, be-all to any, you know, answer to dilemmas, but, you know, we are real life. We are Lisa and Tree off the street. You know, we're just sharing experiences that we have had and want to be able to help all of you that might be in that position where you're having a hard time letting go of what you feel that you want to fight for. And again, it just goes back to, like you said, the restaurant thing. You know, you're not a foodie. You don't really care where you go to eat. I don't really Mm -hmm. care where we go to eat. I don't have any dietary restrictions whatsoever. I will eat anything. I don't have any of those challenges, thank God. But, you know, there might be people in my life that do have challenges. I have a good friend who can't eat peanuts. Like she has this major nut allergy. So where we go, so she has to be very, very cautious, you know, of the food she eats and if, you know, nuts are involved or peanut oil or that sort of thing. So I'm just like, hey, wherever you want to go, I'm there. There's there's nothing that, you know, I'm going to balk at because whatever works for you, I'm fine with. So it's just getting to that point. And it's hard. Wow. Well, yeah, so you're, you guys are, um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not picky at all, but I eat a certain way now, and it works for me. And uh, so, anyway, nothing like a good glass of wine with whatever food, right? <laughs> That's always what I say. So. There you go. I yeah. like that. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so compromise, <gasps> one of the things I've learned is like, uh, you know, being, 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 being direct, but watching your boundaries. Don't be a bully, you know. So that's that's important. And the per, as as passionate as you feel, usually that person that is opposite you may be a little different in how they how they approach it. But I'm sure they have a passionate point of view too. I know that that uh, you know my client today uh, talking to her said, "Don't be controlling." I said, "You'll scare them away. Nobody needs to be controlling. It just doesn't work, right? God gave us free will for right. a reason. We can use it." Yeah, that's you know, that's for sure. Anyway, amen well, to that. Yeah, uh, amen to that. Once again, you guys who are in the hurricane path uh, or around the hurricane, we're saying prayers for you because I'm in South Florida. And we're getting a lot of rain, but uh, those of you in the Tampa area, we're praying for you and sending you lots of love and light. And uh, Lisa and I will be back next Tuesday, right, Lisa? So. Absolutely. Same bad time, same bad shadow. So we'll see you next Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. Take care, everybody. Have a great evening. Blessings. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.